My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Let's begin. Who is this Jedi? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Two episode premiere streaming Tuesday. And that is 100% correct. It will be streaming Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8, 9 Central. They finally listened to us and put these shows on at a normal time. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. My name is Kevin. And this is General Kenobi. Hello there. And this is where we talk all stuff Star Wars, and today specifically all stuff Ahsoka Tano. Kevin, long time no see. I know you've, it's been a while since you've been on the last podcast, but uh, you had a very eventful weekend, and I wanted to have you on the podcast today specifically to kind of chronicle the adventure that you had on Friday, correct? No, uh, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, okay. Yeah. Yeah, thir- Thursday evening at seven o'clock was when it started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I went to the uh, um, Hollywood premiere of the uh, Ahsoka two episodes they had at the El Capitan Theater, which is the uh, theater that's across the street from the famous uh, Chinese theater, uh, originally Grauman's Chinese Theater. Now it's TCL. It's the one where they have all of like the footprints and handprints across like that. And then right across the street right here uh, is the El Capitan, which is the theater that's actually owned by Disney. And that's where they have all of the Disney premieres and red carpets and such. And so sometimes they'll showcase some of the uh, uh, costumes or props that were also in whatever movie they're uh, promoting. And uh, they had the Ahsoka fan event and uh they had the Ahsoka events also at uh, Disneyland, if I remember correctly, as well as up in San Francisco, I think at the Lucasfilm uh, headquarters. And then they had one in New York. Um, and then they had one in Orlando as well. And uh, yeah, there you go. There's some good pictures there. So. Yeah. So how exactly... Uh... Were you selected? Were you a guest of someone? So I'm part of the 501st, and I know a lot of the uh, a lot of people in the 501st and Rebel Legion and a lot of the Star Wars uh, um, costume clubs were allocated a certain amount of tickets. And uh, I'm part of the uh, Southern California Garrison, and then we have like uh, smaller, um, you know, uh, uh, garrisons and stuff that offshoots and stuff like that. And I'm part of the uh, um, Channel I- Channel Islands uh, Garrison, which is an, a smaller subgroup that's a little bit further up north from the Hollywood area that co- covers Santa Barbara, uh, Ventura, and stuff. And we have our own little um, we have our own little Facebook Messenger group to to kind of uh, coordinate a lot of our local area troops and meet at meetups and stuff like that. And uh, one of our members says, "Hey, I've got some extra tickets through my contacts. Uh, does anyone want to go?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> So a few of us from the area, we uh, um, gave them our name and our email, and uh, we got an official email invite several days before the event. And we just had to – and so that would get us on the list. And then when we showed up on Thursday night, we just had to show our ID basically. And didn't cost us anything. It was great. And um, we we arrived early to kind of make a day of it. And uh, we started seeing garrison members and people in costumes show up early and hang around Hollywood, which was a lot of fun. And uh, a lot of us also, uh, and I'll get to that later, but a lot of us also made plans to meet up after the premiere at uh, the Scum and Villainy Star Wars themed restaurant, which is basically about a mile down the street. Um, that's owned by my friend JC Reifenberg. And if you haven't been there yet, it's very cool. Uh, it's very star Wars themed and, uh, uh, they have a lot of fun events there, but, uh, we all met up there and got in line. A lot of people were there for costumes and they gave, um, special tickets to people that were costumes so they can invite them to, um, the, uh, the stage later on. Yeah. That's the scum and scum and villainy entrance right there, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, and so uh, they just checked our uh, our ID. They gave us a very cool collectible lanyard, uh, and they call them fan events. And I'm assuming th that this was a fan event made. There's the lanyard. Yeah, very cool. I'm assuming that because there was no official red carpet premiere with the celebrities because of the the, the strike, that they kind of decide let's turn this over to the fans, which was very very cool that they did that. Uh, and they gave us free popcorn and free uh, bottled drinks and. It was all complimentary and uh, a lot of great costumes were showing up. And if you, you, they just said, don't bring any weapons except lightsabers. And for those of us that didn't have lightsabers, they uh, gave up, ended up giving us Ahsoka lightsabers. And I actually have mine that I, they gave me here, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, this is part of those uh, Ahsoka dual duo lightsaber packs. They're like around 70 bucks and they just busted those open nice. bunch out free to people that didn't have them. And they had a little costume uh, um, presentation on the stage, which was very cool. They had a DJ and uh, they gave everyone lightsabers. And uh, the only thing that they asked was uh, don't turn your lightsaber on during the premiere and uh, no recording devices. So uh, then they went on to show showcase the, uh, the two episodes back to back. Wow. That is awesome. I'm not jealous or anything, but I do have a video here that you took. <laughs> That I uh, took from your Facebook. I want to play it right now. Yeah. Let's get back to it. Come on, let's go. Get ready. Yes, come on. Get back to it. Oh, oh, I see you roll. Multiple sabers. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so were you wearing those like shoes with the wheels on your feet and you like spun perfectly? <laughs> no, I, I have very good practice at doing videos. And uh, okay, sure okay. I, I, I did. I took a couple of them too, which is neat. But I, I've been to that theater before and my favorite seat is the balcony because the balcony was open. And if you go up to the front balcony, you're basically eye level with the, uh, the screen there at the El Capitan right, Theater. Right, right. We could have sat in the front, which would have been kind of cool too. But then you're kind of looking up. And uh, so I wanted to get in that balcony seat and there's a lot of people up there. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a very celebration-esque environment, very yeah. celebration-esque crowd. Yeah. And man, it just when I saw that video for the first time, I was like, man, I really miss celebration right now. Even though we had a celebration in 2022, 2023. I like yeah, it did get uh celebration vibes, but the one thing that I really got out of this event, not you know, it was fun hanging out with friends from the 501st and other Star Wars fans and having that celebration vibe, but the uh, the fix that I got out of this event was seeing Star Wars on the big screen again. I missed that, and I got it was nice. I was able to go down to Hollywood for a limited that limited engagement for Return of the Jedi on the big screen. You know how that was happening uh, in certain areas around around the country, and that was like I really want to see Star Wars on the big screen again. And what was really neat about this uh, Ahsoka event was that both of these two episodes felt very cinematic, especially the two, how it opened and, and no spoilers, of course, but um, how both episodes one and two uh, um, uh, went into each other. And it was just, it was really, really, really nice to see it on the big screen. And both these episodes on the big screen felt like a movie. And I just, I'm, it, I know we've had some discussion with this in the past on our network and maybe you guys have as well uh, because, you know, we always talk about the newest episodes of whatever Disney plus series coming out. Why don't they have these all the time, have these like opening episodes, two episodes premiere in a limited engagement, you know, they'll pay money for it. Let's go see these on the big screen. And the way this was present uh, presented um, with, you know, and, and the El Capitan has a really good screen, has very good sound. It's all up to date, old school. I love these old school theaters that are, you know, you know, brought up to today's standards with sound and, and, and visual, you know, the, the visual presentation. Why don't they do this with all of these shows, you know, showcase them and maybe even just do it weekly. You know, would you go to your local theater to see the newest episode, maybe pay 10 bucks to go see it? I would. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely, and it baffles me that, uh, like you said, right? Why won't they do this with every show? Yeah. If if one of their big, you know, push is to get more subscribers, hey, 
like you said, have a $5 screening of episode one, episode two, whatever it is, right? Get them hooked. And they're like, hey, by the way, you know, this show is going to go on on Disney Plus, right? So yeah. at least showcase like the that. first two episodes or exactly episodes. something. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up, Kevin, because we've been asking for that on the podcast, just like we've been asking for these Disney Plus shows to be aired during the day so we don't have to stay up, me personally, till 2 a.m. to watch the latest episode, do a pre show and post show for the podcast and be a zombie the next day. Now they listen <laughs> to us. Now they're going to give us Ahsoka Tano, the Ahsoka show on Disney Plus every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific, which means that's going to be 8 p.m. Central for me. And now the next step is what you just said is release these TV shows at the theater. The big concern right now after the pandemic is these theaters functioning and operating. And after the whole phenomenon of, of the whole Barbenheimer thing, which was excellent for the theaters. Now I think we're going to see a drop in theater attendance and we need something else to kind of spike the general public's interest and the Star Wars fans' interest, and all of us in our bubble that are Star Wars fans are going to go see these at the theater if they have them at the theater. If they charge $5, $10, regular price, whatever, we want to go to the theater to see these on the largest screen possible. And this is truly the way, Disney Lucasfilm. I know you're listening, so do that. I mean, the theaters are there. I mean, to utilize them. There was something about seeing Ahsoka on the marquee and seeing Star Wars again in the theater on the marquee. Because when you mentioned the Barbenheimer thing, I actually was across the street for the opening premiere of Oppenheimer. Because at the main theater of the Chinese theater, the TCL Chinese theater, is the 70 millimeter IMAX large theater screen. And then I went into another smaller screen to go watch Barbie. And I did that in, in, in the same day, back to back. And I'm thinking like, man, I want to see Star Wars on the big screen because they were showcasing whatever the other previous uh, Disney movie was being shown there. And I'm like, just show these in the big screen. You know, even if you're, you know, I, I know you want to showcase the actual movies you're planning on releasing. But now with the delay of the strike and the writer strike and the actor strike, you know, those plans of those movies coming out are going to be delayed. You know, I mean, how cool would it be to do like a whole week marathon of one of these shows it would just be awesome that would be fantastic i know in 2022 uh general kenobi and myself at star wars celebration in anaheim we got to see the first two episodes of obi-wan kenobi on their big screen in the auditorium at the convention center and it was terrific it fit we turned to each other and said this should be like the norm you can still show it on tv but give us the option of going at night yeah. eventizing it and Kathleen Kennedy made those comments months ago about saying we need to re-eventize or eventize Star Wars this is the way to do it yeah and it's right there in front of you I mean pick up the yeah. ball and dunk it or score the goal whatever analogy you want to use I mean it's yeah. right there it's like just do the thing you know too another thing that you could do too uh, unless you hate money is showcase the older movies in a limited theatrical run again I, I remember seeing um, when they re-released episode 1 in 3D and then I had to go to like uh, I think it was uh, Celebration Germany to see episode 2 in 3D and then whenever they showcase episode three in 3D, I went to that as well. You know, go back, go back to the well and show these movies in the big screen again for a limited run. Don't just showcase it for whatever strange re-release or movie you're, you say you're going to release and then you delay it or cancel it or what like you got these in the bank. Do like you used to do, you know, bring out the the old movies from the, the Disney vault, you know. People are going to pay to see those. I, I hear you need money. <laughs> yeah. And the comments are rolling in here. I, I, seriously, Star Wars says I would go to the theater to see Disney Plus shows. I right? would too. I would, even for Marvel, I would be like, yeah, let's let's go meet up at the theater, see on the big screen. You know, I, I remember before episode one came out, every now and then in my area, they would do a mini marathon of the original Star Wars trilogy. And then I remember they did the Indiana Jones trilogy once all three were out. I remember the Back to the Future, when Back to the Future 3 came out, they did the trilogy on that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Special Edition Star Wars, they showcased those. I mean, 
just for any reason, you should do this. Even if you want to attach a charity event to it, how cool would that be? Attach a charity event to it. Bring some cans of food or do something like that to, to bring another um, cause to it other than just, you know, showing them in the theater again. Because a lot of people haven't seen the original trilogy on the big screen, you know? Yeah, that's a fantastic idea, Kevin, because yeah. we have a very big food bank in San Antonio. And I know like the San Antonio Spurs are contributing and there, there's always stuff that involves the food bank. And yeah, I mean, you can say, hey, look, if you want to come see Ahsoka, bring like a non-perishable item and then I remember, you can pay half price. I, I remember our Six Flags would have a special thing where if you brought in certain amounts of stuff, you got like half off your ticket or whatever it was. You know, these little things yeah. can be done. And I just I would like to see Star Wars have a reason to be on the big screen in a more frequent manner. Yes. I mean, that, that would be a great scenario yeah, of benefiting absolutely. so many different people. Yeah. And especially when they already told us, right, you're not going to get anything theatrical till what, 2025 at the earliest. So, I mean, two years of <laughs> not, you know, not, uh, I guess tapping into that resource of movie theaters. It just, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of bonkers, honestly. Yeah, and depending on when the writers and actor strikes are done with, I mean, everything's getting pushed back. And we have no idea when those strikes are going to end, when those deals are going to be struck. So it's just, we're kind of in limbo right now, which is very, very sad. But uh, Late to the Party here uh, writes in the comments on YouTube, uh, they should do what Doctor Who used to do and release the big episodes in theaters. Granted, Doctor Who would do it after it aired on TV so the fans could at least experience it on the big screen. Did they do that in the UK? Because I don't remember that here locally in my theaters in the, in the States. Did they do well, that? Well, I know Robert is based in Arizona, so I don't hmm. think he saw it in the UK. So Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, we are in the thick of the Ahsoka Media Blitz. Uh, there's a multitude of new commercials, uh, new scenes. There's, they released a brand new scene with Hera flying, uh, displaying her piloting skills. And we got to see a saber battle between the new Inquisitor that was introduced to us, Merrick, an HK droid, I believe, and Ahsoka dual wielding. And it's just awesome, man. Um, it's terrific. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> what we heard months ago, I believe from Favreau, was that we're going to get some really, really cool lightsaber battles in the show. So I'm really banking on that. And along with the media blitz, we're getting we got a bunch of posters too, uh, some artwork. I know from fans. I believe this is an official poster. This is a poster. If you watch this on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, from a fan that got commissioned by Lucasfilm. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to have it for purchase, but you can go to the StarWars.com website or their Facebook page to check that out. And of course, the character posters, you got Sabine Wren here. And one of the big standouts from the first two episodes that was reported was Natasha Lou Bordizzo portraying Sabine. They said she knocked it out of the park. I would confirm that. Yes, she was absolutely amazing. And, of course, you have uh, the late Ray Stevenson as Balin, who just looks menacing, looks like a brand new character, a great new addition to Star Wars. And, of course, we have Hera, which we we all saw. I know, I, I'm pretty sure we all saw the clip of her flying and, and communicating with Chopper, that whole sequence. And, yeah, I mean, it's just incredible to, to have these characters in live action now. And we have the uh, Shin Hati poster, who we're all kind of assuming that's Balin's apprentice with the orange saber. That she was lit. pretty. She was awesome. I liked her character. Pretty awesome, yeah, yeah. And of course, Morgan Elsbeth, looking evil, and we got to see her, of course, in the trailer with that star map. Um, lots of theories around that. Um, if, if she if she's associated to. Maybe um, Night Sisters, if she is a Night Sister, she's a Night Witch, um, how that's going to play into the whole fabric of the show. But yeah, the marketing blitz is on. There's actually a video that I want to run here that was, was really moving for me. And they incorporated all the trilogies, some of the shows, 
and I'm gonna play that here. Always true, there are no more, no less. A master and an apprentice. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. You will be tempted by the dark side of the force. One must destroy in order to create. Master. It's been a while. Things have changed. Sometimes we have to do what's right. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Buckle up. Never be afraid of who you are. Pass on what you have learned. We have what they grow beyond. That is the true burden of all masters. Ahsoka, two episode premiere streaming August 23rd on Disney Plus. Yeah, the streaming portion uh, advertisement is wrong. It's going to be streaming on the 22nd, of course, because that's an older video. But man, that video is just fantastic. Interweaving all those scenes from all the different trilogies and TV shows. I mean, it's that's what Star Wars is all about, man. And yeah. I was like, wow, it's just ridiculously good. That That's Star Wars right there in a nutshell. So how hyped are you guys? I know, Kevin, you've seen the first two episodes. I can't wait so, to rewatch them. I, seriously. You know, I, I wanted to, <laughs> there was a little part of me when the second episode ended. I'm like, oh, I can't rewind it. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you know, uh, there was stuff I wanted to kind of pause. And, you know, and it's funny, too. I, whenever I watch these shows, I always put on the subtitles. And I, when I was sitting next to my friend, I'm like, I wish subtitles were in the movie theater <laughs> because sometimes they say certain things you can't quite understand or hear what they say. Right. You right. want to see how whatever it is they said is spelled. So I am looking forward to doing the rewatch and uh, watching the subtitles. So interesting. Kenobi, how hyped are you now? Very much so. Uh, especially like you said, if I don't have to stay up till three in the morning, I'm all for that, you know. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Like you said, finally they listened. Uh, I know we've we've talked about this a million times now, but um, I was a little bit surprised that uh, it took him a little while to to finally announce it, right? I mean, I think it was less than a week before the the actual show dropped. So, um, you know, it it was a little bit surprising to me, but hey, a welcome surprise for sure. Uh, very hyped. I mean, I think we've all said it here, but uh, this will be, I believe, you know like a like a nexus of many threads that were started many years ago right uh continuations of stories that were left untold for whatever reason uh or that were just beyond the scope of the show where they started so we all know Philon is heavily involved so it's it's gonna be very very interesting i think to see what he can actually do right when uh when given free reign well quote unquote right uh on the show so um I'm glad to hear that the first two episodes are good. Uh, that, you know, that hypes me up even more because I think this show has an insane amount of potential. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I am as hyped as I can possibly. I don't, I'm probably getting even more hyped the day of, which will be this Tuesday. Of course, we're going to do a pre-show on the Star Wars Stuff podcast very early, um, which is a, a welcome change. And we're going to watch the first two episodes. I believe the first episode is 51 minutes. And the second episode is 38 minutes. So after that, we'll be able to do a post show. We're going to try and have as many people as uh, we can on to give their opinions, uh, what their hype level is. Of course, it's all going to be high. But uh, yeah, just hear from all of our guest hosts and all the hosts on the podcast. Uh, What a time. What a time. Star Wars season is back. And we're all just super excited. So for the podcast, we are going to do what we've done in the past. Uh, this was designed by Ray, uh, one of our hosts. We're going to do another bingo card. So we're going to release this right now for everyone to see. I'll put it on the Facebook page later on today. And once you get this bingo card and whatever pops up, this is going to be traditional bingo. So if you get four down, four up, four across, four diagonally, you get a bingo, and all you have to do is uh, tell us via any of our social channels, Facebook, Twitter. Bingo! Threads. Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> do you have a bingo already, Kevin? 
<laughs> uh, after watching the first uh, two episodes, I could definitely mark a couple of these off. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then that 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 bodes well for our listeners and viewers. So, so if you get a bingle, like I said, you will win a pretty awesome thing. And I think we've kind of narrowed it down to something from Hasbro Hasbro Plus. Uh, and if they do sell out, we'll kind of figure that out if we have to cross that bridge. But I think the thing that we want to uh, give out to our awesome listeners, supporters, viewers is the Ahsoka Saber from Hasbro Pulse. That's awesome. So, yeah, if you hit the bingo, report it to us, we'll verify it, and you can win this Ahsoka hilt with the blade. And it is the Black Series. And I'll read a little bit off of... uh, the website, the product description. Um, the product description states includes lightsaber, barrel plug, stand, and instructions, advanced lights with sound effects, combining advanced LEDs and entertainment-inspired sound effects. The Ahsoka Tano Force FX Elite lightsaber is the most realistic Star Wars Force FX lightsaber yet. Star Wars Ahsoka, the roleplay item, features design, deco, and scale based on Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers featured in Star Wars Ahsoka, including the white plasma blade she wields during the Rebellion. Series-inspired effects. Use a switch and button on the hilt to activate an entertainment-inspired sound effects. Uh, progressive ignition. Battle attack, wall-cutting effect, blaster deflect, dual effect, and battle sequence mode. Includes stand and barrel plug. Proudly display this electronic lightsaber on the included stand with or without the removable blade. Use the included barrel plug when the blade is not in use. Includes rechargeable battery. You don't have to buy batteries for it. Uh, the lightsaber includes a non-replaceable rechargeable battery. Build an epic collection Star Wars Black Series roleplay items. Make impressive additions to any Star Wars adult costume collection. Look for the premium adult roleplay items such as Black Series helmets. Sold separately, subject to availability. So there you go. It's a pretty cool thing to win. Like I said, take the bingo card. You can screenshot this. I'll put it up on the Facebook group. And we'll launch it everywhere on Threads, X, uh, Instagram. And uh, you can play along with us. And uh, I thought this bingo card was actually a little tough. But Kevin's uh, telling me that uh, there's a few things you can mark off in the first few episodes. So uh, there you go, guys. Have at it, and uh, may the force be with you all. So the next thing I want to talk about here is, I don't know if it's maybe our Star Wars bubble that we're in, but I really kind of thought that the whole Hayden Christensen in Ahsoka as Anakin was something that was talked about or quasi confirmed months ago, but a lot of people are making a really big deal about some of the promotional material, having Anakin and having like a new phrase that he says in the commercials. So what are your guys thoughts on that? Kevin? Yeah, I think it's in our star Wars bubble. We're in the know and the general fans uh, or the casual fans maybe are, this is big news to them because I, I had heard rumors that he was going to be on it. And I assumed it would either be a flashback or a voiceover or something like that. So, uh, but yeah, th- this is the reaction. And then, you know, too, even if people did know about it, they're still posting about it. And cause whatever it is, it might get clicks for their articles or what have you. So I, I knew, you know, because we're we're in the know, we podcast about it. Our our uh, you know our ears are always perked up for anything Star Wars. So yeah. Okay. Kenobi. I thought um, from what I heard is, I think they were freaking out more about him sort of retelling the dialogue from uh, from Tales of the Jedi. So. I think people got more hyped, not not so much because it's going to be Hayden Christensen, but it's going to be Clone Wars Anakin with Hayden Christensen. I think that little combination there that we've never really gotten, I think that's what's gotten you know people more riled up now. Um, but I do remember hearing about, like you said, pretty much confirmation that Hayden was going to be in the show. And I think we talked about it at the time and we we're all like, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. But I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Like, It'll be a little bit strange if he wasn't <laughs> uh, now that he's sort of back to Star Wars, right? Like, why wouldn't you include him in this? 
So I think it's a combination of those two. Uh, one, you know, maybe we sort of were already thinking about it, but like I said, I think it's more on the Clone Wars version of him that people are really hyped up about. I see. Yeah, I, I to me was shocked. Um, it was, I, I was, I was kind of questioning. I was like, I thought I knew that information, but yeah, like like you say, General Kenobi, it was something that we all kind of assumed that was going to happen. We're going to probably see Hayden as Clone Wars Anakin, and we're all kind of banking and counting on these flashbacks to happen, and we're counting on seeing maybe a young Ahsoka, maybe a Clone Wars flashback, which would be epic. Would probably cost a whole lot of money and it looks like they spent a whole lot of money on ahsoka so i think we're kind of hoping for that i just want there, to go back there's to there too. i'm not going to spoil but there's some set pieces that are familiar and some that are not and they're really cool in detail well there you go i'm getting more hyped <laughs> yeah i want to go back to this comment from late to the party that's a very good question won't everyone hit the bingo at the same time if they all use the same card Yes, that is true, but it is up to you to report to us that you have a bingo, and then we're going to go with that person. We're going to verify their card just to make sure, because in the past, we have had people mark off certain things, and we'd have to go to the judges to determine if that was accurate, because, I mean, there, there could be some issues with, okay, well, I saw it, but that other person didn't see it. We maybe saw it in the background, but someone else on the podcast didn't see it. Is that bingo card uh gonna is that gonna happen after the first two episodes? What's the time frame on it? It's happening the first second of the first episode. Okay. All right. So yeah, okay. the first reported bingo we see on the podcast. There's actually eleven of us on the podcast. So whenever we verify that amongst ourselves, we will determine who reported the bingo first. <laughs> That's how it's gonna work. So we've done it several times. Before. I laughed at a couple work. of them. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Liam, our awesome patron uh, agrees with us. He says, yeah, I thought Hayden was confirmed months ago as well. So, all right. Late to the party. Got it. And Liam says, surely Kevin can't enter. Ha <laughs> ha. He's got a head start. <laughs> well, I know which two I'd mark off right away. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. Okay. We might have to talk after the show. <laughs> so yeah um just keep on getting more hyped here um so yeah hayden he's gonna show up and his popularity hasn't been bigger so uh myself and retro ray who you maybe saw in the last patreon daily episode we were at dallas fan expo and of course they had all the celebrity signings all the autographs uh all the photo ops and we looked at each other we're like where is hayden at because he was the headliner for the show they stuck Hayden Christensen in his own building with his own queue. So we never even got a whiff of his line. He was like in a building across the street. Mm. And we were just like, oh, my gosh. And then we got reports back from people saying that the wait was like extremely long. We saw pictures of people sitting on the ground. And yet Hayden's popularity right now is through the roof. And I know a lot of people disagree with me about this, but... Lucasfilm needs to do a Vader series. They either need, need to do a Vader series or they need to do an Obi-Wan series where they have an Obi-Wan story running in parallel to a Vader story where they never meet, but we show their lives going through that timeline. That's my pitch to Lucasfilm. Hopefully they steal it and be nice to the game me credit. But I want to see that in live action. I think that's the next surefire slam dunk way to do the next tv series what do you think kevin what's your opinion on that yeah they need to get hayden involved somehow uh you know i mean i i i would kind of like to say the, the problem with the vader series is that you'll have him in vader makeup all the time that's my only problem I need to see more Hayden as Anakin before he turns. You know, that's why I really enjoyed the flashbacks in, in Obi-Wan. And I think that I don't know if we're going to get any, uh, um, you know, with, with Anakin being in the Ahsoka series, I think that if they get him involved, maybe we'll already see him as Anakin uh, later on. I, I don't know. 
So but I just couldn't you remedy that with dream sequences, maybe like flashbacks. We all know Natalie Portman says she'll come back to Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I just you know if we had obviously I would love a Vader series, but I mean most of the time he's going to be in his Vader outfit and then doing some voiceover for it. You know, I mean that's that's not the that's just Vader. It's not you know Anakin. You know, you know, I mean, I, I, I want to see him as as Anakin. And if we do get him in a flashback or something, that would be nice. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I would like to see, you know, Order 66 being executed for several years. That'd be kind of cool. But, you know, you're not seeing Hayden. You're seeing Darth Vader, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. And late to the party says a report of Hayden and Ahsoka was apparently on the Hollywood Reporter in 2021. Yeah, it's been a while. And a lot of stuff has happened. And I think I locked that into my mind that Hayden was going to be because usually the Hollywood reporter has a really great track record of reporting stuff that isn't officially announced. So I usually take that as gospel. And I think that's what kind of yep. got the whole ball rolling and them and so them and variety and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Liam agrees with me. I'd love a Vader series, please. That would be fantastic. So, and yeah, late to the party says on YouTube that Hayden Christensen reported on October 22nd, 2021 will reprise his role of Anakin Skywalker, AKA Darth Vader. So they reported on Darth, not Anakin. So, but I mean, you figure get Hayden in there. It's easier just to stick the robe on him. No makeup. Make a lot of sense. So maybe they could do it where, uh, you know, that period of time with Vader is not 100%, you know, committed to the dark side. And just have uh, Hayden Christensen show up as like his own force ghost, you know, like like the Anakin left in him. I think that'd be kind of cool, and and maybe that's how we get you know Hayden involved uh, for him, like you said, right? Because I I agree, I would want to see him, right, more of him and his actual acting. Um, I don't know, maybe you know that that could be a way to sort of uh, illustrate the point that. Anakin is fading and fading further away, right? Until he completely like disappears, right? Into what is now Vader. I totally agree with that. I really think that I think one of our dreams is to see a conversation between Ahsoka, Luke, and Force Ghost Anakin. Wouldn't that be something? That possibility is there. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that you know with the new canon and stuff, the that gets the encounters between um, Vader or Anakin, uh, redeemed Vader, I guess, Anakin and Luke are not you know set in stone after his passing on on Return of the Jedi, right? We in Legends we got a few stories here and there, right, where they would get to talk um, and sometimes even interact a little bit. But now with the new you know, with the new canon again, uh, I don't know. Those are still kind of up in the air. Would it be weird though for Luke to be chatting with a Force Ghost dad that looks around the same age, if not younger, than him? <laughs> <laughs> it would be yes. I mean, it's a little awkward, you know. Going, what's up, dad? <laughs> I just don't yeah, it would be a little strange. So probably they, they I don't think they're going to do it, but it would be cool. But we also yeah. said that about Luke appearing in the Mandalorian. It happened. So, yeah, there you go. Anything's <laughs> on the table, it feels like. And once that happened, we said everything's on the table. But yeah, I mean, it feels like if I were to take my captain's hat on and put on my executive hat, I would say that Hayden's going to be around for a while. I think they're going to utilize him as much as possible. And it feels like a Vader series, like I mentioned earlier, is going to be the most possible vehicle for Hayden Christensen to to jump in and drive. Um, more Vader stuff. I, I mean, I guess you could incorporate him in more maybe Ahsoka seasons and have him around for that. But like I said before, his popularity is still just through the roof. And it's it's amazing. And that certain generation that grew up with him in the prequels are now adults, now have adult money. And, I mean, he's there. We didn't have this opportunity with the original trilogy actors. There's that huge gulf of time in the 90s and early 2000s where we got really 
nothing original trilogy. So I'm happy for the kids. So the next thing I want to talk about that I I found it kind of interesting was the fact that, and we've spoken about this several times on the podcast about Zack Snyder's new film, Rebel Moon, with a very Star Wars sounding title. And that film is going to drop on Netflix at the end of the year. But the trailer is actually going to drop on August 22nd, the same day as Soka's show is going to drop now. So I was thinking, okay, that's that's kind of interesting that um, we're going to get all of the Ahsoka no stuff. No coincidence <laughs> whatsoever. And that's what I was alluding to, Kevin. Do you think there's some type of coincidence? or No, that's blockage? strategically planned. He's not a dumb man. He's like, you know, let's <laughs> let's get... Uh, Let's get my trailer that sounds like Star Wars-y thing going on right when all of the hype for Ahsoka is dropping as well. So yeah, Right, but I believe the trailer was announced for the 22nd when Ahsoka was announced for the 23rd. So it would have had that whole day to breathe. But yeah. now Ahsoka has essentially suffocated that hype, kind of. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not people... going to drop till the evening. So if he's dropping his okay. Rebel Moon uh, trailer in the morning, it'll it'll have a good nine hours to saturate, you know. <laughs> and just to recap for all the people that aren't familiar with Rebel Moon, Rebel Moon is actually a Star Wars pitch project by Zack Snyder. He was actually recruited by George Lucas to do a Star Wars to work on a Star Wars type thing. And once Disney purchased Lucasfilm, they nixed Zack Snyder's plans and they basically said, no, we don't want to work with you, essentially. But he still owned the rights to the project and just renamed stuff. So essentially, we're going to get a Star Wars film that's not labeled as a Star Wars film at the end of the year. And it's going to be adult. It's going to be R-rated, I believe. And I think there's going to be an unrated cut released in 2024 on Netflix. And I don't think it's going to appear in theaters, but there's going to be a, it's a two part movie. So it's grand in scope, but it's Netflix release only not in theaters. Uh, they might do the thing where they do like the two week run or whatever. So they can get awards consideration. But of course, gotcha. I mean, yeah. it's sci fi fantasy. I mean, I, yeah, I would if it's good, if the trailer looks fun, I'd love to see in the theaters. So yeah. Yeah. All the stills look very interesting. Uh, Charlie Hunnam, Sophia Botello, um, Jaimin Hansu. Uh, a lot of big time Ed Scrine is in it. Um, I I'm hyped for it. I kind of want to see what his next thing is after Justice League. So this was his next big project that he's been working on for years now. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to look forward to that on Tuesday as well. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is uh, our Patreon. So if you go onto our Patreon for the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, it's Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187, <laughs> we are releasing Clone Wars commentaries and Rebels commentaries uh, to get you kind of caught up uh, for Ahsoka. Uh, I know Ahsoka's about to drop, but I mean, if you want to go back and listen to some of the episodes, we're going in chronological order for both. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Can I uh, mention something that you just reminded me of? Uh, first sure. of all, th thank you to your uh, um, Patreons that are helping you out there. I'm glad they get that extra um, uh, content. Uh, I just want to say that I I was planning on doing a like a certain crucial episode rewatch to kind of go into Ahsoka, right? I was going to go back and watch uh, like some things from season seven of Clone Wars, uh, a few uh, episodes from uh, Rebels. But then I forgot who said it. I don't know if it was one of the stars or what have you were saying, like, you really don't need to go back and rewatch this stuff. The Ahsoka series uh, will stand on its own and a lot of stuff will come to fruition that you, that fans will that are that know the series well will know. Um, and so I decided to not watch anything, rewatch anything going into this. I wanted to kind of go in with maybe a general star Wars fan, not a diehard fan like myself going into it, not really knowing anything, or in my case, remembering anything. And I got to say the first two episodes, they did a good job with that feeling like they did catch up you up on a couple of things with some dialogue and some other things to kind of remind you of what's happened and also let you know what's going on. 
And I felt like I didn't have to rewatch a bunch of old episodes of this stuff to get caught up with Ahsoka. I thought they did a good job that you don't need all that backstory right now. It's good. It's fun to know, but you don't have to know. So. Yeah, I was actually looking to it on Facebook, and, and Stephen Weintraub actually reported this um, on his Facebook. He said, first two episodes of Ahsoka are really good. Even if you've never seen Rebels or Clone Wars, it's super easy to follow. Yep. Impressed with the action and how it's all story. No side missions or filler. Can't wait to see episode three, which I could uh, watch future episodes. Wish I could watch future episodes on the movie screen because the first two look great. I can confirm so, everything you just said, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just terrific. The hype level is through the roof. Um, we do have a director listing of all the episodes. Episode one, Dave Filoni. Two and three, Steph Green. Episode four, Peter Ramsey. Episode five, which we've all heard about, is going to be a, a huge episode. It's, it's another Dave Filoni episode. His last episode of the season. Then uh, Jennifer Getzinger. Then Getza Patel. And then the very last episode, the season finale, will be Rick Famuyiwa. So super excited. Some of those names I think we all recognize. Steph Green, she did a phenomenal job with the action in Book of Boba Fett. That's that's what I can remember. Uh, Peter Ramsey also was one of the directors on the original uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And a couple, I think, I think Geta Patel, I believe, was... I want to say one of the bigger action franchises as well. So it kind of tracks with what Favreau kind of said with the lightsaber dueling and, and the action set pieces. So that's that's really what I love. I mean, the lightsaber dueling, a lot has been talked about with Star Wars that, um, and I guess you can point to the sequel trilogy, not enough lightsaber duels, saber on saber action between two highly skilled combatants with lightsabers and we got that already in one of the clips for ahsoka and of course we're getting introduced to balin and shin uh with orange bladed lightsabers so all good stuff guys it feels like disney lucasfilm they're listening to us more they're kind of getting uh they're jumping on what we're actually requesting of them this i i still can't get over the august 22nd 8 p.m. Central of it all for me. It, it's going to be so exciting. Um, I'm going to be able to function the next day and get some sleep. So. I think what's kind of cool about this, and it took me a minute to kind of remember what it was like, was this is prime time television time yeah. for a lot of people. And being able to be around the premiere of a new episode of your favorite show around dinner time kind of takes me back to that the must-see tv thursday night thing when that i grew up with or you know the friday night this or the sunday night movie and all this stuff that happened a lot when you know before streaming that it was a destination time to to to, to do this and i think that that's really cool that that they're i don't know if they're experimenting with this to see how this goes maybe it will affect their streaming ratings to have it at night during that time when people are coming home from work, as opposed to dropping it at midnight and 3 a.m., depending on where you are, maybe that will get more people to watch it and, and get excited about it. So who knows? My my guess is that it, it's a couple of points. It's really they listen to us or they are really trying to or and or they're really trying to get Ahsoka embedded into uh, more the fabric of star wars because ahsoka was a character that was introduced in the clone wars film which didn't do that great at the box office and then the rest of the time you saw her in animation the clone wars rebels and then you got a glimpse of her in the mandalorian the book of boba fett but now she has her own standalone show with her name on it all the marketing materials everywhere people are going to wonder who this character is and of course the spoiler kind of uh, the spoileriness of it all, because when it airs at 2 a.m. for me, you jump online, there's spoilers galore, and then people wake up and they're spoiled. They they have to jump on social media and they see all the spoilers. And it's like, guys, just <laughs> avoid social media until you actually watch it. But some people can't do that. Some people have special situations, yeah. um, special circumstances. So this will kind of remedy that. 
And I think that's truly the way to go. I mean, it, it, it blows my mind that they didn't figure this out. A few I, I'm wondering ago. too if they also knew that this is great for podcasters. <laughs> that's the third point. Yes, excellent for podcasters. We can actually Thank watch you. the show, do a pre-show, post-show, go to sleep, do our day jobs, and then podcast after work. Yeah, I mean, and watch the show after work. And just like you said, it's just like the 90s. It's must-see TV. It's appointment television now. I mean, Star Wars finally kind of got the hint and that every other streaming service, every other platform is doing this. Why aren't you guys doing this? On the flip side, though, you think about our neighbors or our friends, huge Star Wars fans from across the pond. Now they got to suffer and watch it really deep in the AM now. So before they weren't, but now they are. But for us spoiled Americans. Yeah, it's funny you say that because my good friend uh, Blair and, and Adam, they live in Australia and they're used with our drop time and they're ahead of us, right? They're like right. A, a day ahead of us with our midnight drop time. Uh, for them, it's like a, an early evening dinner time thing for them. Now it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So they will be in the same shoes that we were in. And uh, I care about those guys, but uh, it's our turn now. I, I want to <laughs> see. I want to see these new Star Wars show, these new Star Wars shows during the daylight and when I'm like awake. So, yeah. So Liam, yeah, I knew he was gonna chime in. Uh, yeah, nice to see you. Remember us in the UK, David? I'm gutted. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> and before before we end the podcast, I do definitely want to recognize all of our awesome patrons, uh, Liam is included in there. He's been supporting the podcast. For now. So yeah, scrolling at the bottom of our video, all of our awesome Patreon support, starting with the purple tier, Chris Simpson, Kevin Leininger, Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Netzel on the red tier. We have Fenrir five, two, six Maya Morris on the black tier. We have Maka Talatala, who was in the chat earlier, Nathan Shank, who's been around forever since day one. It feels like Evan O'Paker, who just got his package uh, ratted to him. And didn't make its way to uh, South Korea like the last one. Liam McCallion, of course, and Texas Vader seventy six. Thank you so much for your guys' awesome support. You guys rock. Yeah, yeah. We we plan on doing a lot of uh, stuff for Japan. So Japan's not until twenty twenty five. The Japan celebration, of course. We're gonna try and do the coins again, do the pins, maybe do some patches this time. I know Ray's hard at work at all of her artwork. If you look at the top right-hand corner over there, uh, you can see her latest uh, logo design for the show. That's and really cool. Yeah, yeah, she's she's fantastic. And she also designed the bingo card. So, yeah, shout-out to Ray. So, yeah, that bingo card, man. I thought it was going to be pretty hard, but now Kevin's making me think otherwise. So. Yeah, there's some deep cuts in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the like I I kind of jokingly said to the to the host on the podcast. I mentioned it maybe a few weeks ago or a few months ago. Hey, what if we put Inquisitor Ezra on the card <laughs> and it made it on the card? So yeah, my my kind of like surface level theory was maybe the Inquisitor Merrick that we see in the trailers and commercials <laughs> was Ezra underneath the suit. I don't know. Maybe a long shot. I don't know. Maybe Kevin has some inside information that he won't talk about on the podcast. But yeah. Don't blink if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so next weekend, uh, General Kenobi and myself will be at uh, a place in San Antonio, Texas called Hodgepodge Tastic that we visited before. Leilani Shu was there the last time, but this time. It will be Spencer Wilding, who was our show's very first uh, live in-person interview. He will be at HodgePodgeTastic there, as you can see. And I think I'm going to go both days. I'm going to hang out with them. So you can see the date now, August 26th through the 27th, Saturday at 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Sunday 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. You can see all the characters he's portrayed from Game he's of Thrones. He's been a lot of people. That's cool. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Green Lantern. He was Vader in Rogue One, choking down Krennic. So he's a really cool guy, and he actually sat next to me during the Ewan McGregor panel at the uh, Superhero Car Show and Comic-Con back uh, last year in 2022, and uh, he said, what's up? He was 
he was trying to make his way. He was he was trying to get to his seat, and he had to walk in front of all of us. And it's wild seeing a six foot eight guy walk in front of you and just kind of like cover the sun. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna do that this coming Saturday. And of course, at the end of September, we're gonna be at Cadabracon. So what is Cadabracon? You say? So Cadabracon is another convention, a lot like the superhero car show and Comic Con, but. We are going to be there all three days. And General Kenobi, you want to highlight that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Cadabricon is going to happen, like David mentioned, at the end of September. This will be in Portland, Texas, which is basically right next to Corpus Christi, for those of you uh, who do know you know, the area. Uh, we would appreciate if you make it out there. So we're going to be out there in force. Okay, We're getting a lot of access for this show. We're going to have... Um, the Star Wars Talk podcast uh, actually on stage uh, on Friday. So that's going to be awesome. David was kind enough to invite me to co-host that. So I'm super excited. A little bit nervous, but it's okay. Uh, and so, guys, if you're in the area, definitely make it out there. We're going to have coverage. We're going to have some giveaways as well. So make sure you stop by our booth. We're going to be with the Countdown City Geeks here from San Antonio as well. Uh, we're going to be out there in force, like I said. There's going to be a lot of stuff. Uh, going on that weekend. So that is September 29th, 30th, and October 1st uh, in Portland, Texas. And the name of the show is Cadabracon. For Star Wars people, um, there are going to be a few uh, Star Wars, excuse me, uh, actors that are going to be in attendance um, right there. So we got. Uh, Daniel Logan. Yeah, sorry, my audio was cutting off. We got uh, Daniel Logan that's going to be uh, in attendance. We also have, I uh, want to go to the next one. We got, yeah, we got Susanna Malik who has played uh, Jawas and other creatures. And then we got Christina Kelly who has played most notably the newest R2D2 uh, on the Disney Plus show. So, again, guys, if you want to uh, go to a good show, meet up with, you know, David, myself, um, I'm not going to be charging for pictures and autographs. I know David probably will. Uh, but it's going to be a fun, fun event. We're going to have a lot of stuff going on. So, like I said, definitely, if you're in the area, if you know anybody that's in the area, you know, let them know. It's going to be a great show. Also, if you cosplay, cosplay, because you're going to give away two really cool Star Wars prizes. The first one, if you get first place in the cosplay contest, you'll get a full Din and suit of armor. Whoa. That's pretty cool. Pretty impressive, huh? <laughs> And if you come in second place, you get the Sabres Pro lightsaber. So nice. it's worth it, guys. It's worth it to show up. I will never forgive myself for not cosplaying back in 2005 because the grand prize was actually the one-to-one scale Yoda statue. Mm. And some guy that wore like a makeshift Boba Fett getup won it. Because no one really cosplayed. It was in Austin. And I was like, man, if I would have just thrown <laughs> something together. But that was 2005 when not many people cosplayed. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, like Kenobi said, we'll be there all weekend long. And it's going to be the very first live Star Wars Stuff podcast that we've ever done in the past five-year history of the podcast. So definitely check us out. Uh, guys, is, is there anything else you want to talk about in the podcast before we uh, tell everyone where they can find us? I just want to mention that uh, we're going to be doing our own little Ahsoka um, uh, reaction podcast on the Fandom Podcast Network, and we're going to be doing it live on YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, if you go follow us on the Fandom Podcast Network, uh, we'll be doing our Culture Clash live show. Where we'll be doing our Ahsoka Watch uh, talking about it, giving our live reaction and uh, getting uh, feedback from people, the v- viewers that are watching and commenting and get them involved like you guys are doing right now. So uh, check us out on Fridays, uh, Friday nights. Cause you know, we like to, we like to have, uh, we don't like to get too spoilery right away. So uh, we're going to wait till Friday and do it then. So it'll be a lot of fun. And by the way, uh, David, uh, Kyle wanted me to give you a message, which I fully endorse. You are more than welcome to come on as a special guest. If you are available. Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah, I tune in as much as I possibly can and comment and interact you do. with the show. Appreciate that. And yeah. you guys do a great show. 
if you guys didn't have a great show, I wouldn't invite you on the podcast. So there you go. There's a nice deal of <laughs> approval. But yeah, um, yeah, life's so busy um, with job, family, podcasting. I try and catch up with you guys as, as much as possible. Thank you so much, Kevin, for being our special guest. And thank Appreciate you so much for being our guest host uh, when I invite you on. Um, your Star Wars knowledge is vast. You are a legit Star Wars fan. Um, OG, baby. <laughs> yeah, OG, part of the 501st. And it's so awesome that we met in person in Anaheim. Yeah. In yeah, I was in my uh, I was in my uh, officer's uniform and you're yeah. like, "Kevin." I was like, "No way, dude." That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I, that was I thinking back on it, I think maybe Anaheim might be at the slimmest slimmest of margins be my favorite Star Wars celebration because I met so many people that I've been podcasting with and watching on socials yeah. and and the whole Vanity Fair article thing happened and then i yep. ran into um omid abtahi in the parking garage um yeah it was it was phenomenal and then the whole kind of mandalorian setup that favreau personally brought over paid with his own money to ship to the convention that doesn't get talked about enough i mean Fav we need to give props to john favreau to putting all that in at the convention on his own dime lucasfilm didn't pay for it so yeah um yeah you gotta love john favreau for that but if you want to catch up with general kenobi you can find him at on youtube definitely at general kenobi's bunker uh, instagram general.kenobis.bunker and also his tiktok general underscore kenobis underscore bunker are there any other places uh that people can find you uh, that's going to be about it. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to say that uh, I put out a quick, uh, well, not so quick, a room tour video on the YouTube uh, channel today. So basically showing the, the collection as is right now, because as you can see, I'm actually moving. So this is the new room. That's why it sounds kind of not great yet, but um, nor do I have my setup here. Um, so basically what you will see in the video is about to start getting taken down so it can be brought up here. So I would appreciate if you guys go check that out. Yes, definitely check it out, man. And congratulations on the move. It's looking good. I see your helmets Thank you. there. Um, yeah, finally getting something up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've moved and James on the podcast has also moved. And um, we're uh, sending good vibes and prayers out there to uh, Kevin and James because uh, there's an oncoming tropical storm about to hit them, and uh, predictions are up to 10 inches of rain. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's already started hitting us here. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely stay safe out there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All the listeners out there yeah, in the Cal SoCal area, stay safe, make smart decisions. And uh, where you can find us on Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Uh, definitely on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching us now, comment, like, subscribe, hit the notify bell. Um, we're going to have a lot of content, a lot of Ahsoka talk, uh, a lot of talk in general about Star Wars. Um, we interact with you guys all the time. Uh, just jump in, drop a comment, Facebook, YouTube, it's all linked up. Uh, Instagram, Colin runs that. Uh, he's going to be at Dragon Con with a lot of the other hosts, Capstar, Christian, Josh, Hunter, They'll be at Dragon Con. They'll be interviewing people. Uh, should be a lot of fun. If you see them, they might have some swag for you. So Instagram. That, this this is when I miss living in the Atlanta area. I do miss Dragon Con so much. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's going to happen uh, Labor Day weekend, I believe, right? Yeah, always Labor Day weekend. Yep. And of course, you can find us on X, formerly Twitter at Stuff Pod. You can find us on Threads at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Of course, our Patreon, guys. If you want to support the podcast, you can find us at Star Stuff Podcast 2187. We also have a TikTok that I believe we're about to ramp up here. Also, if you want to email the show, if anyone in Lucasfilm, if you want to email us, Star Wars Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook. I know some of you guys are watching us there on our Star Wars Stuff page and Facebook group. Um, tons of memes. Shout out to Tim Seitz and Justin Berlin our top contributors. Uh, they do a phenomenal job of uh, making us laugh every day and uh, sharing a lot of news and info. And of course, if you're listening to us, uh, audio, Apple Podcasts, thank you so much to all the people that listen to us on Apple 
and write reviews and give us five stars. You have elevated the podcast to its greatest heights, I think, on that platform. Thank you so much for that. Also on Spotify, Spotify actually hosts our podcast, and they've done a great job with us for hosting us. Uh, being up all the time, that's that's a key thing for us podcasters is, is having our host online and available to us. So uh, shout out to Spotify, listen to us there, and many other podcasting platforms. I know Stitcher, uh, Podbean, um, so many other platforms you can listen to us. And people always write to us, send us messages that they listen to us on the way to work or during work or on their um, when they exercise, when they're simply riding bikes, um, I mean, it's, it's all tremendous doing, doing, uh, yard work even, and some people doing very intensive jobs that I'm not sure I can, I can say on the podcast, uh, helping people like in hospitals and, and stuff like that and, uh, very intense situations. And, um, yeah, thanks to all the people that reached out and, uh, we read everything you send us. So, uh, just keep that in mind. And, uh, yeah, that is it for the show. For Kevin, for General Kenobi, my name is David. Thank you so much, Liam. May the force be with you. This is the way. <laughs>